Welcome to the Job Search Podcast with your host, John Rivero, where we will be interviewing leading industry experts to help you get the job that you want. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Canadian Job Search Podcast. My name is John Rivero, your host, and we've got a very special guest with us this week which is Valerie Lay. Valerie is a career confidence coach, a career development practitioner, and a youth career program showrunner. And she'll explain a little bit more about that as we get into the show. Well, welcome to the show, Valerie. Thank you so much, John. Really appreciate being here with you. Yeah, and and I'm so happy that you and I, you know, we get to have this conversation together. Just to provide a little bit of a backstory on how we met, we we met a few years ago, I think two years ago at an event. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, I think you were coming out of the subway and you're like, hey, how do I get to this thing? And I'm like, hey, I'm going there too. So let's just walk over together. And from that, we've stemmed and created this relationship. And I, you know, I talk about the importance of networking to my audience quite a bit. And you never know who you're going to run into that's going to be potentially a future partner, uh, somebody who can potentially hire you in the future. And it's really around maintaining and keeping that relationship alive. So I'm really glad that we got to do that because here you are today you know, as a, as a guest on my podcast. And, you know, I had the opportunity to be a speaker or a mentor in one of your speed mentoring events just last month. And, and it's, it's, you never know where these things are going to take you. You just totally. got to be open to it. Right. So 100%. I'm so happy that, yeah, I'm so happy that you're here to, to share some information with our audience members, especially since, you know, from what I've seen and, and heard of you and, you know, you just being in action, I can tell like you're, you're very committed to helping people, you know, get into the job and, and really succeed. And, and today I know our focus is going to be in and around mentoring and coaching. So I'm so happy to have you here, Valerie, just to share that information with the audience. Great. Thank you so much, John. Really appreciate uh, being here, like I said, as well. I'm so happy that we're able to keep in touch. And actually, the first time I met you was when you were hosting the Fearless Voices event. Oh, yes. That's yeah. Right. And that's how I, I, you know, we met there and I recognized you. So seeing you at the subway, I'm so glad we could reconnect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and just for everybody listening, like you said, you know, those, uh, those, co- those things that kind of seem coincidental aren't necessarily coincidental. So I'll always keep an open mind to what might, you know, happen in the future. So that's good. So Valerie, so I know today we we're going to dig into the topic of mentoring and coaching, because I know mm-hmm. one of the questions I get asked quite a bit is, you know, do I need a mentor? Do I need a coach as I'm going through the job search? And I know you have your own little story about that. So why don't you just, let's start with that. Share your story on, you know, mentoring and coaching. Thank you so much, John. So uh, my story goes a little way back. I'm going to start with the year 2017. So I was living abroad in South Korea for two years. Uh, It was my first time abroad. It was a great experience. Um, I actually hired a coach myself shortly before um, going on my big adventure. A coach you also know who spoke at one of your, at that event I met you at actually. And uh, she helped me out a lot. Um, I prepared myself as much as I could for my big adventure. you know, had a great time teaching there, but uh, I was also extremely burned out. And I came back after two years, uh, rough circumstance, death in the family, and just had to rebuild myself over from, you know, being quite at the bottom of the barrel in terms of my confidence and um, having to figure out and navigate what to do next with my life. Mm. Uh, so it, it took some time after uh, about 
Hey, it took me like a year actually of just resting and recovering. That's when I began to make some strides to um, slowly, you know, connect with the community again, get more used to living and uh, interacting with people in Canada again, because, you know, the culture shock was um, quite, you know, immense coming back as well, reverse culture shock. And uh, eventually when I felt well enough to go out there again, I started to interact with many mentors and coaches, started networking, getting involved in the community again. And that really helped me boost my confidence. But it was, it was especially meeting many different coaches, um, talking to them, uh, even though at the time, you know, I couldn't afford to see one yet, just being resourceful really helped. So I met some amazing mentors and um, it really took off from there. Uh, eventually I met an amazing uh, employment advisor at a nonprofit employment services center in Midtown Toronto, who uh, really guided me and counseled me and coached me and helped me see the value in my experiences that I couldn't see myself without that training and, you know, coming from a, a place of low confidence. Uh, she then recommended I join an amazing youth uh, program at the nonprofit employment center. And mm -hmm. I really enjoyed meeting the mentors um, from the networking events I was attending. Um, they shared their stories of struggle, of a nonlinear career path. And it made me feel a lot better about myself uh, because as someone who, you know, I was, you know, educated, but unemployed, stuck, it made me realize that this is the norm. You know, it's very un not uncommon for people to, you know, experience a lot of challenges and struggles um, as they build their careers. And uh, not long after that's when I had the opportunity to actually work at the same center that helped me. And I was hired as a peer leader and I began to mentor and coach my fellow young people on the value of networking and coaching and mentorship. And uh, really, really enjoyed it. I uh, loved what I was doing so much that I decided to pursue it seriously as a career and went back to school and got my certificate um, as a career development practitioner. And today I'm a career development practitioner and now a career confidence coach, continuing to help other young professionals along their career paths and, you know, spreading the word about coaching and more so than spreading the word, um, actually, you know, doing it, mm -hmm. sharing my story and actually coaching them and helping them see for themselves the benefit of having a coach yeah. and or mentor. No, oh, that's awesome. Cause I, and I Thank can you. imagine, right. So when you were, and, and as you know, and I'm sure as the listeners are listening as well, you know, one of the things that might pop up for them is, you know, um, I don't have, and, and this is what I've seen from, you know, some of the people that I've worked with as well. I, I don't know if I have the confidence to approach people, so when you were first going through that, you know, what was that like for you? How did you get over that fear of approaching somebody to introduce yourself so you can make that connection with them? Uh, good question, John, because uh, I think I see a lot of people in that situation as well. They, they know they need to network. They know they need to put themselves out there, but um, they're really unsure of how to do it. And then, you know, facing unemployment, for example, long periods of time, you can really wear away at your self-confidence and ability to, you know, 
freely put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, in terms of, you know, how to go about approaching someone, um, I think, you know, we can start step by step. And okay. sometimes it doesn't even have to start by putting yourself out there right away. Um, it could start with, you know, having a call with a mentor or a coach um, who can help guide you through the process of, you know, d- doing that inner work, that uncovering, what what is it about you? What is it about John that makes him so unique and special? Really digging in there, um, coming up with those top things and being able to package and present it in an amazing way that helps people make a quick connection with you. Okay. So, so that's great. And I love that. Cause I know, you know, you kind of have to break out of your comfort zone a little bit just to kind of make that initial introduction. Mm-hmm. So when you were doing, and actually, and I'm sure this is mm-hmm. what you coach your clients on as well. You know, what are some of the things or recommendations that you give to people to say, Hey, you know what, this is how you make a proper introduction. So you don't turn people away or you don't turn people off. What are some of those steps? Cause you talked about some steps. So what are some, what do some of those steps look like? So, um, I usually introduce my clients to, I think you know, everyone's probably heard of this, the elevator pitch. So okay. I guide them through that process, uh, to, you know, it has to be you in a nutshell. So you're going to have to um, give only the highlight reel of who you are in about 30 to 60 seconds, but don't make it like a, a robotic list, you know, okay. really tell a story, a compelling story about who you are. Um, of course, in the shortest amount of time possible, 30 to 60 seconds. Uh, so um, telling them a little bit about, you know, yourself in terms of your background, it could be your educational background, your professional background, and um, also, you know, tie into how you got there, you know, tell Mm. us a little bit about what made you want to go and um, be an aspiring um, bakery owner or an aspiring water treatment engineer. What was the story behind it? That's really gonna, that is really, is what will capture people's attention. I feel like that's where the secret sauce really lies because anyone can really give a list, a checklist. Okay. Hey, I went to university of Toronto. I graduated in 2012. I studied women, gender studies. Now I'm a critical and practitioner. I'm working this agency, but you know, give us a little bit of the backstory of what compelled you to get there. Cause I think everyone's got a very unique, interesting, special story. Mm. And you know, you may be surprised when you start networking that people are actually very interested in hearing about, you know, where it is that you're coming from, what got you to that place. And that could really launch off into a whole conversation and a connection, really. Yeah, no, and, and I'm with you 100% because I, I think mm-hmm. and I feel that it's important that, you know, you're, you know, one of the things I work on with my clients is really understanding mm-hmm. their origin story. So what made Ooh. you want to get into this type of work, right? So what made you go from, you know, somebody who was in school and get into career development? So, you know, you gave us a bit of that, you know, you gave us a bit of that background while you were explaining what happened and that that pivotal moment for you where you're like, you know, I'm a client of, you know, career services. This is, I love it so much because I understand this is how I know how to give back. And this is why you got into that career, right? So it's, 
that's your origin story. Mm -hmm. And I think it's incredibly important that people know, because it also shows a different, you know, a few different things, right? Because when things get tough Mm -hmm. in your field of work, you can always go back to your origin story and just remember why you got into that work in the the first place, Mm -hmm. right? And if you don't, you know, and if you can tell that story to say, you know, this is, you know, this is why I got into finances actually, you know, and just to share mm-hmm. a quick example, sure. I've been working with somebody who wants to get into cybersecurity. And the reason they decided to get into the cybersecurity field is because they wanted to protect their family from cyber attacks, from phishing, from ID fraud. And this is why they got into the cybersecurity field. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is such a great reason to get into that line of work. It just tells me you're going to be passionate about it. You have purpose, you have meaning, all these things an employer wants to see outside of your technical skills, which I think are just as valid. True. But understanding what brings you to work every day, right? And if you can Mm -hmm. show that, that's amazing. So when when you're dealing with some of your clients, Valerie, so what are some of the things or challenges that you see with them that, you know, they have difficulties in expressing to employers or even to mentors or coaches, you know, what's not coming across or, you know, if there was one thing that they could change to make those introductions a little bit better, what would you recommend that they do? So I, what challenges that I'm seeing are, I'm seeing a lot of, young professionals, very well educated, some with even graduate degrees, um, in between work and school, struggling with their confidence, um, their ability to, you know, um, even go out into the world is really impeded by this sense of low self-esteem or low self-worth, this imposter syndrome uh, that we're hearing about a lot these days. I'm seeing a lot of uh, young professionals dealing with that. Um, So that has been, uh, you know, something that kind of impedes them from confidently expressing themselves when they're meeting people. But over Mm -hmm. time, I have seen so many of them grow and blossom. Um, You know, bit by bit, I've been able to help them build up their confidence, um, you know, as they go along, you know, continuing to connect with, um, you know, guest speakers uh, that I bring in, uh, they have been able to really develop. Nice. Yeah. And I'm with you hundred percent. I think more than anything, people who are, who are highly skilled and highly trained and have a lot of experience. The one thing that holds them back is things like confidence. So what are some of your recommendations or what do you do to get your clients to turn that mindset around in terms of low to medium? Uh, Let's not make crazy leaps, right? Like let's go just from low to medium confidence instead of low to high, high confidence, unless you have a secret sauce for that. I'd love for you to share, you know, with the audience on what they can do to kind of build up that confidence. So when they do approach the mentors and when they do approach the coaches, what could they do to, to feel better about that interaction in general? So, um, I like what you mentioned about, you know, taking them through the building process step by step Mm -hmm. instead of going from zero to a hundred, that might be a little too much and can actually completely throw them off. Um, so step by step, we're able to, uh, build, start, start to develop their confidence by really looking at and having an analysis of, you know, what it is that they are really good at um, what they love, their values or skills, like doing that uh, inner work, um, doing the assessments that uh, a lot of people haven't had the time to do before, or they haven't had that exposure to this type of personal development work. Mm -hmm. So 
even before we, you know, expose them to uh, any mentors, uh, you know, they're in a workshop with me for about an hour and a half to two hours where uh, oh. either one-on-one -on -one or in small group settings where, uh, you know, we, we discuss uh, not only the benefits of networking, but we discuss, uh, you know, how to really formulate a pitch, which is really just a leeway and beginning to them developing a sense of who they are in a nutshell. Like if you only had 60 seconds to describe who you are and uh, you may not think of yourself as that person yet, uh, what, would you, what would you say about yourself? Uh, I've been able to help many youths turn, turn the whole sense of self and identity around using this simple activity mm -hmm. uh, where they go from, okay, you know, what am I good for? I'm good for nothing. Um, actually, uh, can I tell a story, John? Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah. I was just going to say, do you have a story of somebody that, you know, you were able to turn around? Because I, I love these type of examples. And, and for yeah. those of you that are listening too, you know, it's incredibly important to know, you know, not everybody starts off at a hundred level, hundred percent confidence at the beginning. We all kind of build up to it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whether, you know, I'm not going to speak for Valerie, but I know for myself, my confidence wasn't always where it is today. It's mm -hmm. something I had to build on. Right. And, and just, so, so I'm glad that, you know, you're going to be covering this stuff where, you know, just for everybody to acknowledge, you know, regardless of where you are today, you can always improve and get better. Mm -hmm. So, you know, definitely keep that in mind as you're going through this. And if you're very shy and very timid, I was too, several years too. ago, incredibly shy and timid. I'm like, Oh, I don't know what I want to talk to people because wow. I don't know if I have value to say, right. I don't know what I can contribute to others. Exactly. That's the dialogue that a lot of people have. And it's yeah. hard to believe, like, you know, <laughs> I met John at a speaking event. He was on stage. He was running the whole show. It's hard to believe he was that, you know, very timid person before. Yeah. But it's true. Right. Uh, so just to kind of give well. it, yeah. Mm -hmm. So just, and, and a lot of great people, right. You, you mm -hmm. think of some of the greatest people out there, they don't always start off center mm -hmm. stage. They kind of work yeah. their way up there, Absolutely. but there's something that you'd kind of need to change within yourself to get there. So yeah, no, sorry, Valerie. I didn't want yeah. to take away from that, but yeah, no worries. Uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Okay, I'd love so, to hear your story. Yeah. I, I think it'll speak for itself and it's just a much easier way to demonstrate. So um, I would say this is probably one of the best moments of my career thus far. Uh, so um, as I may have mentioned, I, currently work with youth and young professionals. So uh, I work with a very diverse population. So um, some of them are the youth who are, you know, university and grad school graduates, but some of them have also had a more rougher past. Um, mm -hmm. So even, you know, working with youth who may have gone through the criminal justice system, um, they may be facing, you know, high barriers like you know, mental health issues. Um, so back in the beginning, when I first started as a peer leader early on in my career development practitioner career, uh, I met a, um, a young man. Uh, he was a racialized young man. Um, you know, he had um, never really thought about himself in a really, it didn't seem he really thought about himself in a very positive way. Um, just based on, you know, what he told me he had been through and we were doing our elevator pitch activity and he was really stumped, didn't really know what to write about. And so I came over to help him and it was the first time we were meeting. So I said, you know, tell me a little bit more about yourself. And he said, well, hmm, well, I got arrested. I was like, okay. And 
um, you know, I was in school, but I had to drop out because I got arrested. And um, yeah, I, I really don't know what else. To, I don't know what to say about <laughs> myself or this activity because the elevator pitch is guiding you to say, you know, your background, your interests. And he's like, huh. But, you know, he was really overshadowed by, okay, I got arrested. I have a mental health issue. I am going to drop out. So instead, I, of course, I told him like, okay, you know, we're not going to go up to people and say, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. I got arrested. <laughs> right. We're going to turn this ship around. Okay. So I asked him, well, tell me, what are some things that you're interested in? What are you passionate about? He's like, well, um, you know, I, I want to go back to school. I want to get into the field of hospitality and travel and tourism. And so uh, based on that information, I helped, you know, create a quick little elevator pitch for him. And then he began to really turn around. So I said, hey, my name is blah, blah, blah. You know, uh, right now I am in a pre-employment and training program where I am uh, meeting new people and developing my skills. And I'm very passionate about the travel and tourism and hospitality industry. And, you know, in the future, I want to go back to schools and get into the field so I can share my love of travel with others. And mm -hmm. a total light bulb went off. I could see he was like, ah, okay. And I saw a whole 180 take place just then and there because he had never thought about himself that way before yeah. at all. You know, in his mind, he's like, what am I good for? I'm good for nothing. I got arrested. I'm a, I'm a college dropout. You know, I have a mental health issue. Like, where, where can I go with my life? Nowhere. Um, so within the few weeks that uh, he was in that program, I saw a huge change in his confidence when a lot of, you know, caring adults at the center, you know, really poured into him his, with mentorship, coaching. He really started to develop a you know, a stronger sense of self and confidence. And at the end, he was just so happy. He was bouncing. It just seemed like a whole new person. And uh, towards the end, he, he told us before he was leaving that, you know, you guys are my guardian angels. <laughs> so it was a really special moment in my career. And um, I continued to help people, um, especially young people who may be struggling uh, like he was to really turn the ship around. And um, yeah, Coaching can, it could do so much wonders, take you from yeah. such a deep, dark place where you're just so down on yourself to really helping you see the greatness that is within you. Mm. And it is within you. Maybe you just didn't have someone to help you see that before, but that's what a coach and mentor can do. Yeah. And, and that's fabulous. And, and thank you for sharing that story because I can only imagine you know, and that's within the, you know, the little time that you spent with this individual, not only did you change what they're going to look like when they show up for their interviews, but mm -hmm. you changed how they're going to show up in life. Right. Absolutely. And I, think, and I think a lot of it comes down to just really understanding your, your, your worth and your value. Right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And, and, I, and I know this is the stuff that you do as a coach and, you know, we both do it as a coach and, and, mm -hmm. and I love it. Like that part, you Me know, too. it's transformative because it's not just for a moment. Mm -hmm. It really exactly. starts to set you off on a different path, right? hundred percent. And <laughs> who knows where, you know, um, he could have been otherwise, like, you know, mm -hmm. uh, he, he had mentioned he was down a completely different path before. Um, but we were really able to, you know, help lift him up, not just for, you know, helping him find employment, but, um, 
it's really about building a character, a strong mm. foundation. No, and that's excellent. So thank you for that. You're so, welcome. So, um, <laughs> um, so when, and, and we got a few minutes left and I want to make sure that we touch on this mm-hmm. topic. Number sure. one, what is yeah. the difference between a mentor and a coach? Cause I think that's important. I think a lot of mm-hmm. people kind of mix up the two and I get asked all the time, well, yeah. you know, uh, I'm looking for a mentor. I'm looking for a coach and I'm not sure what I'm looking for. What are the difference between the two, Valerie? Mm-hmm. Good question. And this is something I was also pondering as well, because I, I was kind of using the two terms kind of interchangeably before, but on deeper reflection, um, I, I could see a difference between the two. Um, I would say with a coach, um, you know, they're able to work with you a little bit more closely, one-on-one, um, give you that more closer ongoing guidance that you may need to get to the next level. Um, so that more in-depth diving, uh, you know, really asking you coaching and guiding questions to help you come up with your own answers that's already within you, but a coach helps bring it out. Um, whereas mentors and mentorships, uh, I see it more as someone who is a really positive figure, um, who is in your life, you know, who can give you guidance, uh, you know, ask, you can ask them questions um, based on their expertise um, and extremely valuable as well, but may not, um, you know, give you as much close guidance as someone who is a coach, who has the training and dedication who can really work more closely with you to help bring you to the next level. Mm -hmm. Okay, good. So, so are there certain characteristics for those that are out there, you know, just I'm thinking as an audience member, I'm listening to this. So that's great. So I know the difference between a coach and a mentor. Are there any things that people should be looking for specifically in either of in either a mentor or in either a coach? Are there like two or three characteristics that they should be looking for? Um, hmm. So I guess this could be like interchangeable for both coaching and mentors. Um, and there's so many characteristics that I could probably list. (laughs) Uh, but if I could narrow it down to maybe a top three, oh, narrowing it down to top three is really hard (laughs) because, okay. Um, definitely someone who is very compassionate Mm -hmm. and empathetic. Um, who can really, you know, understand what you're going through and, um, you know, wants to see you do your best. So compassion Mm -hmm. is really important for that uh, because, you know, when you first come to a coach, you may not be in the best place in life, uh, but that's what you're hiring the coach for is that you want to be taken from point A to point B in life and you want some guidance with it. So definitely someone who has a lot of compassion and heart and, I usually find those people, they love what they do as well. Um, So compassion. And I would also say someone who is uh, very dedicated and committed. Mm. So takes their work, you know, seriously. Um, They put in a lot of hard work and effort to help you be the best that you can be. And I've, I've seen that with a lot of coaches. They do really love what they do. And hence the yeah. commitment to their clients comes very naturally and very easily. And another third characteristic. So we've got compassionate, dedicated slash committed. Um, let's see what else. Oh, inspiring. 
Mm. I think that automatically comes with being a coach, Uh, but someone who can inspire you to be the best that you can be. And I know that sounds very like cliche, like all these, all these influencers are, you know, throwing these terms out, you know, believe in yourself, be the best you could be. But I think what's really (laughs) special about a coach is, you know, they obviously they are telling you those things, but they're guiding you towards it. So, I mean, it's not like, oh, I can just read a motivational book if I wanted to like hear those messages. A coach is inspiring in a way where they help you level up in a very individual way. Um, so they know your strengths, they know your talents, they've been working with you for a period of time where they can um, take what you have shown them and bring it back to you to help you inspire yourself yeah. with your own inspiration. Nice. So that you can see that you are an inspiration, that you are an amazing person. Yeah. And I like that. That's a great point. And yeah, so they're inspiring you to inspire yourself, to inspire others. (laughs) There you go. It's like a whole loop. It's like a inspiration inception. (laughs) Yeah. And I think people forget, you know, the importance of, and it's true. And I'm with you hundred percent. I think everybody who listens to this, you know, regardless of where you think you are, you are an inspiration to other people. Sometimes just finding a way to demonstrate that or to show it or to say it so you can be the best you can be by, you know, by taking, you know, and, and we heard it in Valerie's story, right? When you take that opportunity to kind of step out of your comfort zone to go do something that you're not necessarily mm-hmm. comfortable with, you know, you become that inspiration because you're doing mm-hmm. something not everybody else is doing. Yeah, and just by doing that, you're already inspirational, right? So, oh, 100%. Yeah. And uh, you never know who is, you know, observing you or watching or getting inspired by you. And yeah. you may be like not a big deal to you, but every little move you make, um, that little brick that you build in your house of confidence is really building you up. And absolutely, you never know where that could lead you. And uh, another thing I'll throw out with confidence is often the confidence is built after you do the, the, you do the thing, right? So we're often waiting for someone to come along and knight us or give us that external validation to feel great about ourselves. Um, But often it's making those moves, taking that action and really knowing your own value and worth um, which can only really come from within yeah. that can really help you build up your confidence. Yeah. No, and I, I really like how you said that confident comes afterwards. It doesn't come first, right? Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you have to do the scary stuff first yes, before there you you, go. the confidence shows up. So, and, and it's a great reminder, Valerie. And, and thank mm-hmm. you for saying that. Cause I think people forget, people forget that you have to do the scary stuff first, yeah. right? Yeah. And then you're it's like, like muscle. Okay, yeah. And then you feel confident, right? So exactly. yeah, no, that's, that's a great point. So that's good. Thank so thank you. And you've shared some really welcome. great, you've shared some really great information and really great value with the audience. If people wanted to learn more about you, or if people wanted to get hold of you, you know, where could they go to get that information, Valerie? Uh, or even they if they can... want to work with sure. you, sorry. Go okay. Ahead. Well, you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Valerie Lay, career confidence coach. Excellent. So what I will make sure to do is I'll share the, your link, your LinkedIn link, your LinkedIn link. That's a lot of links. Uh, I'll share your link in the show notes with the audience members so they can connect with you directly. 
and uh, I know people will reach out just kind of listening to this and understanding, you know, about mentoring and coaching and you do both. So I know you, you kind of do both. Um, so yeah. So thanks again for, for being on the show. Thanks for sharing all your, you know, your wisdom, your knowledge, your experience on this topic. Not only is it something that you do, but it's something that you've also gone through. And I think mm-hmm. if I were to add another thing to your list of, you know, confidence sure. and, you know, your confidence, sorry, confidence, communicate, uh, confidence, um, a tongue twister. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, man, a confidence and empathy and dedication and inspiration. The thing I would add is just find somebody who's open, right? And, and this is, you mm-hmm. know, and what I really like about Valerie, you know, just kind of speaking with you, Valerie, really quickly, there's an openness about you. You want a coach and you want a mentor who's open and non judgmental. And yes, if you've that's got the other some, thing. Yeah. And if mm-hmm. you've got somebody like that, that's where things are really going to start to change for you. Because then you're in a safe space and you can say whatever yes. you want. And that's where that empathy piece comes from. So absolutely. I'm really glad you, you talked about that. And it's important. So, you know, just think about, I know we only listed off three things, four things, but uh, it, the list, like you said, Valerie, the list could be a hundred different things, but mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> we could, yeah. we could do a whole show on just the I, list of characteristics of things absolutely. you should be in a coach and a mentor. A show per characteristic even. (laughs) (laughs) No, absolutely. So thanks again for being on the show and thanks for sharing your value with everybody. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me, John. It was a real pleasure. Thanks. All right, everybody. That is it for this episode of the Canadian Job Search Podcast. Wishing you all a great one. Talk to you all soon. Take care. Mm -hmm.